Hi everyone and welcome back. Today we're going to be talking about some Portuguese history. Today we'll be discussing a rather famous lady in Portuguese history, and that is Inês de Castro. Who was Inês? The lover of a king? A corpse queen? Let's find out. So Inês de Castro was born in 1325, the daughter of a powerful Galician nobleman named Pedro Fernández de Castro. Her father was an illegitimate grandson of a previous king of Castile. This knowledge is important, so let's remember this. Unfortunately, not much is known on Inez, so I'll give you the best I can gather. In 1340, Inez went to Portugal, the Portuguese royal court, as a lady-in-waiting to her cousin, Constance of Castile, recently married to the Portuguese king, Alfonso's son and heir to the throne, Pedro. He's also called Peter, but my assuming is that that's the English translation. Pedro, upon meeting the beautiful Inez, was love-struck and wanted her. In love, or perhaps obsession, he couldn't shake it, and as legend goes, he had his love letter sent through a pipe that carried water from the estate of Quinta de Pombay to the monastery of Santa Clara e Vajala, where Inez was staying. He soon began to neglect his lawful wife, Constance, and wanted to spend all his time with Inez. Although I could not find any sources to back up if Inez felt the same, it does seem that it was very obvious that it was mutual. This was making tensions high at court as Inez exiled Castilian nobility and her brothers were becoming close with Pedro, becoming his trusted friends and advisors. Needless to say, Pedro's father, the king, was not pleased, nor was his wife. So his wife came up with a plan. She'd make Inez the godmother of her newborn son, thus making her a part of the family, and in the eyes of the Catholic Church, the affair between the couple would be incestuous. But that didn't work. The poor baby died within a few weeks, and the couple still were together. The king attempted to banish Inez from court in 1344, but Pedro still visited her even with her away from court. Just a year later, Constance died in 1345, and Pedro, now a widow, sorry, he wasted no time in bringing Inez back to court and openly living with her as if she were his wife. They soon had four children together, Alfonso, who died in infancy, Beatrice, born around 1347, Jean, I hope I pronounced that right, born in 1349, and Denis, Denise. Dinez. I don't know. But he was born in 1354. This was not a happy ending, though. King Alfonso still hated Inez and his sons increasing close to her Castilian family. And since all of his attempts at separating them were mute, he decided the only logical choice was to decline to have Inez killed. Why? Well, I'm no expert in Portuguese nor any type of royal history. In fact, I'm not a fan of royalty in general. But the reasons are Castilian family, the political climate, and his son's deep devotion to Inez and their children. Also, Pedro had claimed himself pretender to the Castilian throne in 1354. So, the plan was set into motion, and soon in 1355, after an interview with the king, and it's assumed to him before Inez tried to pled mercy on her, on behalf of her children, as I also read. After this, interview, after this interview at Cambra, King Alfonso abandoned Inez to her killers, who killed her right in front of her children. It's claimed to have had a sword to her neck or decapitation. I'm not sure on the exact. And I'm not sure how Pedro reacted, but this is how it goes. But take this part with a grain of salt. So after Pedro became king, he announced that he had secretly married Inez, that she was his bride. And in 1361, he managed to track down her killers, and it's claimed he executed them publicly, ripping out their hearts out. With the claim, why do they need one since they killed his heart? Now, either in grief or madness, or perhaps both, it's told in legend that when he exhumed Inez's body and dressed it with a crown and royal robes and made his court kiss the hand of his dead queen. Now, I want to be clear, there is no proof of this, and it's most likely a myth. But, I had to add. Anyway, Inez was laid to rest at the monastery of Alcobeca, 
Alcobeque, I'm sorry with all the terrible pronunciations, where a coffin can still be seen opposite Peter so that, according to the legend the Last Judgment, Peter and Inez can look at each other as they rise from their graves. Both marble coffins are sculptured with scenes from their lives and are promised by Peter that they would be together until the end of the world. A true love beyond death. And that is the story of Inez de Castro, a tragic tale that's inspired many poets, artists, and plays writers throughout the world. But I want to let you guys know that trying to find any information was hard, and only a few articles I found, so take some of the story with a grain of salt. But I've never done any Portuguese history, and this is my first royal lady I've covered, so let me know what you think. You can let me know by commenting here or on my Instagram, which is Seldom Make History. Bye!